1: Zone, Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Brakes? We can save you fifteen percent on that. We have OE quality Duralast brake pads and rotors in stock, ready for pickup or delivery.
2: We also have calipers, brake fluid, tools, and anything else you'll need to do the job right. When you get Duralast pads and rotors together, you'll save fifteen percent. It's just
0: part of what makes us America's number one brakes destination.
4: It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash Healthier Happens Together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and
3: individual. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills.
4: There's a big learning curve with welding.
3: Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact.
5: This is the best of the Jason Smith show on Fox sports radio.
2: I don't know that a team in college basketball in the history of the, and I'm not one for hyperbole. But I don't know that there's a team in the history of college basketball that has lost the game like Louisville did to number one Virginia tonight. It's a it's kick in the teeth. There's a, no question about it. It's a loss where if this happened to me at Syracuse, I would not watch college basketball again for a long time. I would you'd be giving it up for the rest of the tournament. I would need you'd to go say, you know without what? A, I'm without gone. bracketology. I'm going to Antarctica wow. and I'm just going to watch penguins for a while and not watch college basketball because this game because this was a game that could have put Louisville in the tournament.
4: Yeah, you upset. You They're know
2: they, they are right on the cusp.
4: 1911 now, nine yep. and eight in the conference.
2: You could have upset the number one team in the country and pretty much just stamped your ticket into the NCAA. Even if you lost in the first round of the ACC tournament, you but could it's have a got good in. loss, Jason. It's not not after I tell you how it happened, because oh. people know that the headline right now they know. Oh, Virginia hit a buzzer beater, a 26 footer, banked in yeah, on the last play escapes, to win. Yeah. Right? That, no, no, no. It's so much worse than that if you're Louisville. Trust me. With six seconds left in the game tonight, Louisville hit two free throws. Darius Perry hit two free throws to give Louisville a four-point lead. Okay, So a four-point lead with six seconds left in the game. This pretty much, it's done. Four-point lead, six seconds left. There's nothing you're going to be able to do. Now, Virginia gets the ball back, and the only thing you need to realize is, well, don't foul. Let the guy shoot it. So, Virginia inbounds with six seconds left, down four, and here's what happens.
4: Louisville does nothing stupid here. They should be
5: home free. No foul. Cars lead by four. It's into Jerome, into front court. Jerome heaves up a desperate three, and a foul. What is he doing? Harry fouled him.
2: <laughs> Just get
5: away from him.
2: Louisville Radio Why Network on the Why do you ponder passing? <laughs> I like the beginning. As long as Louisville doesn't do anything stupid, they should go home with a win. It's a way to set it up. If Woody had gone right to the police, this would never have happened. It's too soon. That's bro. like saying, I don't see anything that could go wrong now. So, Darius Perry, who just makes the free throws, fouls Ty Jerome on a three-pointer. All right? There are .9 seconds left in the game at this. So, there is less than a second left in the game, and Louisville is still up by four. You're up by four points with .9 seconds left. So now, Virginia's going to the free throw line after you stay away from the guy, obviously. Ty Jerome makes the first two free throws to make it 66-64. Now, here comes the third free throw, which you're looking for a miss and a bank, and we're going to try to tip it in. Here's what happens on the free throw.
5: Jerome misses, a whistle blows, and a lane violation against
2: Virginia.
5: So, lane violation
2: on Virginia, which means Louisville gets the ball. No chance at a tip in with one second left to go. So now it's a two-point lead. Louisville's got the ball. 0. 0.9 seconds left. If you throw it in and
4: hit a guy between the eyes, you're going to win this game. That'd be an excellent move. That's all you got to do. I mean, Jordan Clarkson tried to bounce one off of Dario Saric's back. I mean, he got ejected for it. He got ejected! And it was after he just laid one in, so not quite the same effect, but you know the he was giving you a good example so you have Darius Perry
2: for some reason fouling Ty Jerome on a three when as you just stay away let him shoot the three let it go in
4: shoot stay it in your exactly land.
2: but that was a mistake however they get bailed out because virginia commits a lane violation so now louisville just has to inbound the ball 0. 0.9 seconds left just inbound the ball throw it to the middle of the floor throw it all the way down to the end of the floor this is what happened
5: Snyder breaks toward the ball. He dang.
0: can't run! He, he can't run. What is he took doing?
5: steps on the baseline. <laughs> he did exactly what you cautioned against. Louisville doing everything wrong here in the closing seconds. Now, with nine tenths of a second left, Virginia will inbound the ball.
2: So, dang the Adele, Exasperation. <laughs> Adele turns it over by running, which you can't do. He thought I could run along the sideline and throw the ball out. That's a turnover. Bad so job by him. Now. They turn it over, so now Virginia is inbounding from under the basket, down two with .9 seconds left. Still doesn't look great for Virginia because now you got to catch. But maybe you can get a play and tie it—a quick shot in the lane. And here's the final play. I can't watch.
3: (laughs) Guy has the ball.
4: Everyone on the perimeter. Guy searching, searching. Throws it. Caught deep, free on the way. Baked in. And Virginia has beaten
5: Louisville 67 to 66. The all time stunner. How many ways can it go
4: sour? I would have just taken my headset off, thrown it down, and said, Blank you, blank you, I'm leaving. I'm going out on a limb. I'd probably be costing uh, everybody their FCC license, there'd be some fines involved. You are leading by four points with .9 seconds left. Mathematically,
2: that should be impossible to lose a game that way. But you foul on a three, and you commit a turnover after Virginia gives you the present of, oh, here's a lane violation. So instead of a tip ball that could be lying around that we throw in from a couple of feet away, no, now all you gotta do is throw the ball inbounds. And you run, and then Virginia hits the most miracle of threes. So this is not simply just, oh, Virginia, you know, with nine-tenths of a second left, hit a miracle three, and they won, and all oh, that rips out Louisville's heart. No, Louisville made two tremendously horrible mistakes, and they lose. And I got to be honest, this is karma for Rick Patino you're going straight this to karma. This is karma for Rick Petino. I thought you were going to open up the phone lines and say, what if Rick Petino had karma. been on that
4: sideline? Does this happen? 877. No.
2: If this happened, Rick Petino would say, hey, I take full responsibility. For the bad plays my players made on the court at the end of the game, that's what Rick would Patino would say. Rick, didn't you have that? No, no. I take full responsibility for recruiting for that their, kid for who life. made that mistake when he was on the floor at the end of the game. That's what Rick Patino would say. This is karma
4: for Rick Patino. Absolutely crushing way to finish off a game. You could hear the the announcers. Just, I want the conversation over the first bourbon. Oh, I couldn't I – could, It's you know, there's losses in my – I think
2: everybody has had losses like this where you simply just turn the TV off and say, that's it. I can't listen to post game. I can't read about what was said after. Yeah, you go out for I ice need cream. to go do something else, and I yeah. need to get away from things for like 24 to 48 hours. The Jets have lost many games like that <laughs> where I just say you – know, I just turn the TV off right away and go, nope, done done, what are we going to do, and but, I'll go do something But here's something the beauty else. of it, is you don't I, get to I'm do done. that
4: much anymore with your work over that's, at yeah, DirecTV. I know, I you, know. You just have to start concentrating on other games. You can't be angry. But
2: luckily, my time at DirecTV on Sundays for Fantasy Zone, Channel 704, DirecTV, uh, has coincided with the Jets being really bad. So I don't have to worry so no, much. No, you've given up. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, that, it's, that's why you guys keep seeing that Fitzpatrick backdoor slant, Leotis McKelvin interception over and over and over and over in my head. But outside of that, I'm okay. you
4: got to let that one go,
2: buddy. I'd rather have that than this Louisville game. Oh, because, because really, no. sure. this co- this is costing them to go to the NCAA tournament. In a season in which Rick Pitino is fired, you don't know where the school is really going to be. Are you going to even be able to play in the tournament next year? You're involved in this scandal that just broke last week with the FBI and Yahoo's report. And here you are after all of this. You're on the cusp of a, of a ragtag run that would land you in the NCAA tournament. Because if you upset number 1 Virginia, you are going. You're going to the turn. That's it. No matter. You could lose your first game in the AC tournament by 50. The tournament committee would say, you know what? We got to let Louisville in. They're good. They have si- signature wins. And their biggest signature win was against the number one team in the country. We have to let them in. And now they're not getting in. Because there's other teams with bigger, better resumes that are going to move up, continue to get in. St. Bonaventure pretty much clinched. They're one of the last four in. They won last night. You're seeing a lot of teams lose, but this is one of those unforgivable losses. Unless the committee just feels bad for them and says, oh, boy, that was really crappy. Yeah, get in the tournament.
4: Sitting in the eighth slot in the ACC, nine and eight, uh, 19 and 11 overall, four and six, their last 10. Yeah, it's not good. And against teams in the AP polls, they're 1-6. USA Today, they're 0-8. So all of those metrics that would pile up to try to make your resume, uh, they're failing miserably.
5: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
2: So we take a break from Louisville's horrendously heartbreaking, unique, never-before-seen loss in an NCAA basketball no. game ever. <laughs> to get to the latest with Sean Miller. Today, the Arizona head coach is back at it, coaching Stanford. They lead 50-41 to right now, just under 12 minutes to go in the second half. Miller got a standing ovation from the uh, Arizona Wildcats fans. He took to the floor, coaching back again for the first time since being implicated in the ESPN report last Friday, in which FBI wiretaps show him having a conversation with with a with an agent over a $100,000 payment to star freshman DeAndre Ayton. Miller stepped away from the team for a few days and now gave a press conference today before he announced he's coming back. He says he's innocent. He says all of this stuff. I'm going to address it. The University of Arizona says we believe Coach Miller is innocent. He's back, and we believe this. ESPN is doubling down, standing by their report. All the way through. Now, it's
4: kind of weird that Louisville – That sorry, Louisville, because I can't get rid of Louisville. You can't get that out of your head now. I, I, I can't. If you have Rick Pitino on the brain. It, it, and,
2: you yeah, know, know, it's tough. Yeah, Rick Pitino, it's tough. having. Hey, yeah, he takes full responsibility for watching that Louisville loss on television, full accountability for watching that game. Is that you have Sean Miller saying, yeah, you know, n- none of this stuff, you know, happened and – Arizona saying, we believe coach, and then you have a report that supposedly his voice wiretaps, and you would think the FBI would have done a little bit of research into making sure, okay, this is Sean Miller's voice, this is, okay, this is what they're discussing, a $100,000 payment to DeAndre Ayton, and so somebody really is lying, somebody is lying when it comes to this story, because... Look, as much as you want to think, oh, the FBI, they're really doing the right things. Like I said, we're at a dangerous place in America right now when a report can come out and someone can just say it's not true and there is a good portion of the American public that will say, yes, I believe this person over these many media reports and all these hours of research and legalese. But let's really get into Sean Miller's statements because you see these statements and what he said and there's many... People who are already saying, hey, this is a great statement by Sean Miller. You have no choice but to believe me. He's pretty affirmative with what he had to say in denying these allegations. But let's listen to what he had to say, and you are going to find out that this is a little bit of a different tune. Maybe a tune like Mike Harmon likes to sing as he walks up and down the street at night. A little song in his head. Lyrics little in his heart. Jaunty hat on my sure. head, sure. Walking down the street, singing a little sunshine, lollipops and rainbows. I have everything. been known to
4: sing that along the hot uh, route the, the beach, sure.
2: So here is Sean Miller first talking about the kind of program he runs and saying violations. Hey, wait a minute. That's not what we do here.
3: Contrary to what has been written this past week, we do our very best to run a clean program at the University of Arizona. I have done that since the first day I stepped on this campus. Compliance with NCAA rules is extremely important to us, and we work hard to create, maintain, and monitor a culture of compliance within our program. All right, that sounds like a pretty good statement, right? It sounds good. but Compliance is important to us, and mm -hmm. we work hard. We We
2: work hard. These are well-crafted statements. Because legally, you have to make sure that what you're saying can't come back and bite you in retrospect. Hear the beginning of what Sean Miller just said again. Play the very beginning
3: of it, A.T. We do our very best to run a clean program at the University of Arizona. Not we run a clean program. Not our program is clean. We do our very
2: best. Now, you get lost in all the other words saying all this, compliance, all we—yes, we're compliant. But when you say— We've done our very best. That's wiggle room. That's not saying we run a clean program. We are clean. That's different. Because if you say, we're clean, we didn't do it, and you turn out to it, boy, you lied. You lied. This is, we do our best to run a clean program. Now, if this is the only thing he said, I would say, all right, maybe I'm reading too much into it. But let's go on. Let's hear him again as he talks about possible NCAA violations.
3: I have never knowingly, violated ncaa rules while serving as head coach of this great program now that's
2: easy right not i've never committed a violation i never knowingly committed a violation because if a violation happens that i'm kind of kept out of the loop on but i've given directives well you know hey that's plausible deniability knowingly I have never known it because I didn't know when this happened I didn't know when a violation was being committed no I never knowingly did it
4: speaking in vagaries generalities just as I sat and watched the stream there were there were just words that that hit just a little bit differently mm-hmm. in this crafted statement uh, before he exited the room.
2: Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox Twitter at How about a Fresca? the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. So that's some of Sean Miller already, right? All right, but that's two things. All right, I get it. The knowingly is a, is a pretty big deal. That's a pretty big uh, trigger word you see right there. Here he is again talking about the possible payment of recruits like DeAndre Ayton.
3: I have never paid a recruiter prospect or their family or representative to come to Arizona. I never have and I never will. I have never arranged or directed payment or any improper benefits to a recruit or prospect or their family or representative, and I never will. Okay.
2: I never paid. I've never. Play the beginning of that again.
3: I have never paid a recruit or prospect or their family or representative to come to Arizona.
2: All right, now that again, I've never paid. Somebody else may have paid in in the directive of... Me with plausible deniability of other things I I never did it. I never directed it. does not it mean you never ever talked about it? You never doesn't mean you never talked about it. Doesn't mean it would never came up in discussion. Doesn't mean this was something that again, these are words he is using for legal purposes. So we can say, you know, if something comes up, look, I'm not putting myself in a vice by saying something like that.
4: Just an interesting choice of words, right? The, I have never paid. So one of the things in the ESPN report was him being eliminating any middleman. Mm-hmm. That was, that was the one that it just stood out as odd. I never, it, I never
2: walked up to a guy with a
4: briefcase that said, was, here you go, DeAndre. I wasn't the bag man is really what this, <laughs> yeah. what this says. And the arranged or directed payment or improper benefits. So there wasn't a, a directive. There wasn't an order given, but it doesn't, again, go to discussions, at least at this part of his, of his statement, it still leaves some, some gray area.
2: That's as simple as that guy wants a hundred grand. He wants it. Okay. That's not a directive. That's not saying pay this guy a hundred thousand dollars, but that's, Hey, okay. That's that saying, all right, I got the okay to go pay this guy money. I, I didn't say it. I didn't say go pay him. I didn't say, hey, I'll be there with a with a bunch of money. I'll be the guy in a funny hat and a fake nose and a mustache. <laughs> Aren't you Sean Miller? No, not me. Take this money and walk away right now. It, but that's how simple conversations go. You know, coach, your guy wants $10,0. Grand. He wants it okay. And that's under all right. Well, $10,0 grand has to go. Or they've agreed to it. There's many ways around that. It's not an order being given. There's so many ways to get around this here he is again Sean Miller talking about the situation in which discussing the potential payment of a hundred thousand dollars for DeAndre Ayton
3: let me be very very clear I have never discussed with Christian Dawkins paying DeAndre Ayton to attend the University of Arizona in fact I never even met or spoke to Christian Dawkins until after DeAndre publicly announced that he was coming to our school i right there. I've never discussed
2: the payment. It, it, what should we pay him? He wants 100 grand. Can we pay him 75? What about 80? What do you guys think? A discussion is a discussion about pay. Should we pay him? Should we not? Hey, he wants 100 grand. Okay. Am I lying? Am I saying that I never paid a guy that I'm saying that I'm saying I never had a guy? Co- no, no, no. We just didn't discuss it. There's no discussion about it. The, these are these are all ways to get around things. These are all ways to get around things. Now, where he kind of gets in a point where I'm like, all right, this is where the vice could narrow is that I've never had discussions with Dawkins because this wiretap is him and Dawkins. ESPN says we're pretty sure this is Coach Sean Miller and Dawkins, right. and this is Sean Miller's I never talked about. It. Well, wait a minute. If you never talked to him, now suddenly that's up in the air. Unless he's talking to somebody who is quote the guy representing Aiton, but I don't know who he is. Hey, coach, I'm going to put somebody on the phone right now. That's gonna you're going to talk to, and he's going to set things up for you. Third party with Ayton. and jumps I, I, into the I didn't know
4: who it was on the phone. I was told this guy was on the phone. ESPN issued the correction today, so th- this gets a little convoluted. But additional reporting confirmed that ESPN was correct on February 24th. Sports Center Video Talkback stated that Sean Miller, Christian Dawkins, spoke in 2017. A correction of that report that had been issued on February 25th misstated that the conversation in question took place in 2016. So now we get into the, the timeline that had everybody getting a little... Right. Uh, now it's 20, 2017, which makes more nervous. sense. Right.
2: Because this is when he commits to Arizona. So just list all of these things. This is not the, boy, he sounds really innocent. No, listen to the words that he used. Trust me, these are words that are crafted very carefully before he goes out and talks.
5: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. So
2: there's Sean Miller. You just heard all the comments he made today defending himself in the wake of this NCAA scandal. We showed you, listen, there's ways to interpret everything that he said of these very careful words why is this strategy the best you could possibly have because this is i this is what i would do if i was sean miller it sounds crazy right sean miller you did it you did it, you know oh, jason saying all this and jason and Mike saying all this about sean miller sean. but here's why this was the best he knows that this is a career ending story that if this is proven if the ncaa sees enough proofs sees what they have in the wiretaps everything else sean miller is done he's never coaching at this level again he's finished he will have to go somewhere for a few years, come back at a very low, minor college basketball level, and that's going to be the rest of his life. He's going to live it outside the public eye. So you deny it. You deny it because you have nothing to lose. And if it can't be proven beyond a shadow of a doubt, maybe you can escape. It's why I say if you do something bad, go to trial. You know, if you if you do something bad, I would always go to trial if I did something bad because you never know what 12 people are going to decide for you. There could be all kinds of evidence. And so this person did this, Jason, you stole this mailbox, and there's all this evidence, and there's <laughs> fingerprints, and there's Mike Harmon testifying, and Justin Frostberg is testifying, and you know, you're telling the story, and you're admitting you stole this. But I'd go to trial because you never know what people are going to say. You never know what people are going to come back with if they talk and go, Well, I get he did it, but... He did say he was sorry, but he may, he did say he was just telling a fun story, and he does like to tell stories. You never know. Leave it up to somebody else. Now, the best strategy is to say, let's leave this up to the FBI and the NCAA, and let's see if there's not some kind of wormhole we can work our way through where we can say, I never identify myself on this tape, something you don't know. But something could happen where the NCAA – or the FBI may have some kind of loophole that you can get around and say, oh, I'm not going to lose my job. This couldn't be proven because of this extraneous thing. Leave it up to chance because you just never know.
4: Well, that's the, the thing with 3,000 hours of audio tape that is allegedly there off the wiretap of Dawkins that you start parsing through. And perhaps you know it, it links to other investigations. I know some talking about the hundred thousand dollars and later on in the transcript Miller's talking about well there was a the beginning of something hey I shut this down very quick and it was you know many are speculating it was the Brian Bowen case that that has been out there but when you you can go into a courtroom and get 12 people to decide how often do we see this you know if you follow the news and you follow these these big, media-covered trials, and, and you keep up with them a little bit, there's twists and turns, and you think you know exactly how things are going to be decided and adjudicated, and, well, then it flips the other way. You, many fa- famous cases. You never know. that. You never know. You know on all depending levels. Depending on the 12 people, their frame of mind, what their backgrounds are, you know, the one thing that you think is the, the proverbial nail in the coffin is ex- an extraneous detail for... For the majority in that booth. You know, I I
2: think Jason stole the mailbox, but, you know, it was a really funny story. He did put it back. I don't think we should put him in jail for that. I well, I was the put it back, checks after and, all, and you know they did say that on a you know he did say that if you steal a mailbox on a Sunday and put it back, there's no crime because there's no post on Sunday. So I, maybe he really didn't commit a crime. I don't know. I, they didn't, you know, the prosecution didn't really, you know, give me that in uh, in in their case. I think they kind of overlooked that. So maybe maybe that's an actual rule. There's so many things that can happen, and it's all Arizona has because if they're if they're dead to rights with this they're dead to rights and they're done and Sean Miller is done and this school's going on probation for a long long time. But if not, why not? Roll the dice. Well, but
4: that's it speaks to what we were talking about the last two days with the number of players that were in the early week Yahoo report and the schools involved and then you got to the weekend's game what happened? Everybody played. Everybody was active. Everybody went out because, one, there were denials, and then there were $40 payments, bridges to try to get things right and all those other things. But when you're getting into these NCAA violations, if you're in violation of the rules, you're in violation of the rules, whether you've gone 20 games or 25 or deeper runs into the NCAA tournament. So if it's still going to take nine months or whatever the time frame is to sort it out, Play out the string in the interim,
2: and they even got Alonzo Trier back tonight, who was ineligible because of a, a PED test. It's like screw it, if we're losing, we're losing anyway. Put him back in. You never know. Let him go. Let him play. See if we can win the championship this year. Screw them. If we have to vacate it, we vacate it. So they get Alonzo Trier back to what he was done for the season. Yeah, let everybody play. You come after us and see what you can do. This is the right strategy. This is absolutely this. This is the way I would do it. But you never know you just, just always throw it up in the air whenever you can take a situation and put an unknown
4: variable in do it because you don't know how it's going to turn out he's good to go was the <laughs> line ahead of today quote the committee looked at that second test and said this was a residual amount from the prior administration in 2016 mm.
2: Twitter at how about afresca Twitter at how about afresca the Jason Smith show with Mike Carmen yeah, great strategy I always say. I never fault someone for a great strategy, and this is a great strategy by Sean Miller.
5: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app.
2: File this under the headline of Browns Gonna Brown. The Cleveland Browns, as you know, have two of the top four picks, including the number one overall pick in the NFL draft. And as NFL teams are... Congregating now in Indianapolis for the Combine. Getting into full swing now with players showing up and working out. Hand hand measurement day, buddy. Very big. Oh, you just made Jared Goff get the night sweats. You talked about hand measurement day. Oh, he proved Ah. it didn't matter. He did not do
4: well on hand measurement Ah. day.
2: He's got the tiny little baby hands. Oh, Jared Goff, a little
4: tiny baby. But he showed that you could succeed. Yeah, when your head coach is not Jeff Fisher, he could do many things. Well, a lot of guys are now finding it. (laughs) Life is better and they can succeed without Jeff Fisher at the helm.
2: So while all the teams are there looking at prospects, they're also getting a jump on free agency. And, you know, some teams want to see what's up with the NFL draft. Now the Browns have been searching for a franchise quarterback. Oh, let's see. Since uh, Bernie Kosar,
4: maybe? We're looking for a guy. I so thought Bernie? we'd just go back to when they were reinstituted as the Browns. No, I got go okay? to go back.
2: Yeah, go back to go back. Because they drafted Tim Couch, and he was terrible. All
4: right. All right you you just want to keep rewinding no, even further. Got to get back
2: to Bernie Kozar. All right. Get back to Bernie. I love Alleged Bernie.
4: of Bernie. Bernie had good hair.
2: Yeah, that's my hair. When I was a kid, that's the kind of hair I really? had. I had Bernie Kozar hair, yeah. You are fake. Yes. No, no, that is true. I had hair like Bernie Kozar. It was awesome. But the Browns, you would think, okay, number one overall pick. Yeah, Sam Darnold is there. Or Josh Allen is there or Josh Rosen is there. We need a franchise quarterback. We have the number one pick. A year ago, we would have loved to get Sam Darnold. But today, General Manager John Dorsey said, uh, the number one pick.
4: Who wants it? My door is wide open. If you know somebody wants to come up and, you know, talk to me about a trade, I'm willing to trade. But also I'm gonna do what's best for this for this organization, and I will do that.
2: Now I hear that, and that's Comes across differently than any team thinks it does. We saw the Broncos say today as well. John Elway says we're open for business at the number five pick. We're we're looking. We're entertaining trades. Teams think this is due diligence. Like, hey, I'm open for business. Like, if a team wanted the number one pick, they wouldn't call. They'd have to, Oh, well, John Dorsey said he'd take my phone call, so oh now I can call. Oh, okay. This is not a girl giving you her phone number, and if she doesn't give you her phone number, you can't call because it's kind of weird. Well, I got your phone number from Stacy so I figured I would call you, and they would say, freak and hang up the phone. If you want the number one pick in the draft, the fact that John Dorsey is saying, I'll take your call or not, is not going to stop you from calling, but... They want to make it look like, hey, we're smart. We can slide down in the draft, still get the guys we want. No. You know what I see like this from a team? I see a team with no plan. I see a team that is scattered. I see a team that is trying to overcompensate for the past,
4: and they're showing weakness. So what you're saying is this is full-on Browns effect. This is Browns being the Browns. Even though it's, it's new people in charge. Doesn't, this, is still the bronc- this is
2: still the Browns. And the Broncos are going to Bronk. Browns going to brown. When you need a franchise quarterback and you have the number one pick and you have your choice of a plethora of quarterbacks, including a guy in Sam Darnold who, like I said, a year ago, he was, oh, I'd love to get Sam Darnold. He has the same year he had a year ago, and now it's, I don't know about Sam Darnold. This is when you get a franchise quarterback at number one. If you need it, you take him. But now the Browns want to say, like, hey, we're smart. We have so many needs. No, you have one need. It's a quarterback. Go get it. But when I see John Dorsey, I go, here's a team that doesn't have a plan. When you say, "Yeah, open, we're open for biz," at the number one overall pick, oh, you blow me away, and I'll slide down in the draft. No, that's just stupid. Take the quarterback at number one. When you need the quarterback, you take him there. You're not going to get Kirk Cousins. No other quarterback is going to be somebody. Oh, we'll get, we'll get AJ McCarron. We won't take a quarterback at number one. There's nobody you're going to get that's going to be a franchise quarterback. So you just say we are strong and confident with what you're doing because all you're telling the fan base is again, we still don't know what we're doing. We have no and the fan and the fans, Cleveland fans, have seen that enough for the last fifteen years. Yeah, we're kind of wishy washy. We're changing direction every year, and we're hiring a new coach. And now we got Dee Podesta in and he's doing money ball, and that's not working because well, we're getting all these draft picks, but we're not doing anything good with them. You have the number one pick. That's when you take it. There's a quarterback there, you draft them. And they might. It might be
4: all Sonny Weaver misdirection. We don't know. Sonny Weaver got he might lucky. Might have his guy all the time. Sonny Weaver I mean, just got lucky. I mean, that little sheet that says draft Vontae Mack, the Black Panther, <laughs> Chadwick Bozeman. Vontae Mack has to
2: be, what, halfway through his NFL career by now, right? That movie's how many years ago? Yeah, it's gonna be about year, halfway years done. to this
4: point. Yeah. And he was like 40 when he was Vontae yeah. Mack.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. No yeah, matter what. Good Vontae time.
4: Mack. But either way, it was no matter what. Yep. So he may have that little card in his Shirt pocket right now that says no matter what. Josh Allen, no matter what. Whoever it is. <laughs> but for the sake of the NFL combine, he can't say, oh, I know. Well, who doesn't? I'm not going to tell you. No. no be, I think it's, be strong. Look like you know what you're doing. Now, now, saying, hey, we're hoping for business, that's just dopey. Look what you know what you're doing. That's just hokey. Give me a call. You'll, pick you'll, pick up you the might phone. as well I'll be standing on the street corner, like do it with a little vaudeville
2: act while you're at it. I really expected Dorsey to pull out his phone and go, I'm waiting. Someone's going to call me. Someone's gonna call me.
4: Phone's gonna ring. Someone's gonna call me. No, and, then, and, and, me. and then it's, it's me. Schefter, Glazer, or Mortenson. <laughs> no, these guys again.
2: Oh, uh, then he says like Ian Rappaport. Oh, I'm sorry, I got to take this call. That, well, that's true too. right,
4: uh, let's see. Jared Goff came in at nine inches. Paxton Lynch <laughs> ten and a quarter inches. Patrick Mahomes nine and a quarter. Wait, wait. Use uh, you, you some. Use you some. Use uh, some. Frame of reference here. What are you talking about? Oh, I'm sorry. Hand yes. measurement. Yes. Oh, no, <laughs> because it's hand measurement yes. day. Okay. Sam Darnold came in at nine and 3 three eighth Woo! <laughs> Which is average? Yeah. All right. Just make sure you say what you're talking about. But
2: well, we were okay? talking
4: about national make, hand make measurement sh- day. What the hell's wrong no, with you? You just Woo! made
2: that Emmanuel and space jump. You just made it like you did
5: the other night. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
2: This story out of the combine today just it it it, it baffles me that a head coach would say this about his quarterback. Now, Mike Zimmer has always been one of the straight shooters coaches in the NFL, and certainly their quarterback situation is what everybody is looking at right now. you got three guys who are going to be free agents, Case Keenum, Teddy Bridgewater, Sam Bradford. You have late reports the last couple of days that Kirk Cousins could be mightily interested in joining the Minnesota Vikings. So here at the Combine, people want to kind of get a sense of what's going to happen. Is Kirk going to go to you? Does that mean Teddy's going to be free? Does that mean Case Keenum's going to be free? And then here's Mike Zimmer's comment when he was asked about the state of which quarterbacks he might keep, who he might go
4: after in free agents. I mean, that, it's really the $64,000 question with all three of these guys, right? I mean, can Sam stay healthy? Is Teddy what he was? Is Case the guy that he was last year or was he two years ago? Um and so that's really a sixty-four thousand dollars question with us. I well, like that he used that outdated reference because this is a thirty-five million dollars yeah, question. Yeah, it's
2: only sixty-four thousand dollars a minimum. That's, fine.
4: that's not that's half of what DeAndre Ayton
2: is. Okay, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Allegedly, I'm. I was really surprised that Mike Zimmer would say that about Case Keenum. Now Sam Bradford's got to realize I can't stay healthy. Teddy Bridgewater's well, got to realize
4: degenerative knee knee issue. Right, for, you you for you, Bradford, you don't right. know.
2: And Teddy Bridgewater, hey, that's a big thing to say, hey, we don't know what te- what we're going to get from Teddy. He's still coming back. Teddy doesn't know. But here is Case Keenum, who was your leader and got you to the NFC Championship game and is a guy that stepped in and did a phenomenal job with no prep at all. He was never going to play. And now look, look at you. Look how far you got. And he helped electrify this team. He was the right quarterback at the right time. And your head coach says in public, Are we going to get, is Case the guy he was with the Rams when he stunk, or is he the guy we got last year? If I'm Case Keenum, at this point I say, screw you, I'm going someplace else. You don't believe in me? All right, I'm going someplace else. This is a discussion that you have in the upper echelon of the front office behind closed doors. All right, let's evaluate our guys. What do we think? We don't think Sam's going to stay healthy. We don't think Teddy's going to. Case. Who is is Case? Is he the guy from two years ago? Is he the guy last year? We don't know. You're the head coach, and you have now said, I don't know who my quarterback that just got me to the NFC Championship game is. Can you see any other coach saying that about their quarterback in public? That's never going to happen. Never. You're never going to see Doug Peterson say, "Ah, you know, Nick Foles. Ah, you know, is Nick good. Jake, is Jay not? Gruden. It would be the same. Well, all right, Jay Gruden. Jay, yes. Gr- okay. Jay Gruden's the outlier. He doesn't like anybody, but he doesn't like anybody. No, he hates. He, he hates, hates everybody. He,
4: you know, he, that, well, that's he the he thing. does the. It's all someone else's fault. <laughs> right. <laughs> bit. He might as well, you know, go down to the collegiate level for a while. But who's what coach says
2: that about their quarterback? Unless you know we're not bringing you back. You know, and if I'm Case Keenum, there's no way I can go back after hearing my boss say that. Well, if just, the price is right,
4: I'm there. You know, just to, right. I mean, we're if we're talking. Hey, they finally slapped the franchise tag on him, and he's getting the well, if average. You have no at the choice. Time, well, but, if but he's you're getting,
2: not I, not franchising him.
4: Right. You know, but if they went down that route, and, and you're looking at a giant paycheck. Yeah, I'll get over Mike Zimmer questioning aloud whether you know I was ruined by Jeff Fisher. And and bad development. But but if you but if you're saying that I know.
2: if you're saying that, do you think you're getting a lot of money from them? Do you think they're gonna give you a lot of money? If you have the head coach saying, Ah, I don't know if he's the guy from two years ago or from last year, you're not getting money. Think about it this way for 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 you or for anybody. Say two years ago you had a bad year at work. For whatever reason, you had a bad year at work. Right? It was a bad year and you're wondering, Am I gonna get fired? Boy, I didn't have a good year. You know, maybe you know you, you, you wore your shorts a little bit too high and people got upset about it at work. They needed more cash. Maybe maybe yeah. maybe you didn't use the right adjectives at times, you know, maybe that happens and you know, and maybe you know, stock was down on Mike Harmon. But last year, you have such a phenomenal well, it was year. A contract year. And I mean, it's you a came great play. year. You learn more adjectives and adverbs. You knew all the teams in the NFL. You <laughs> learned a lot of stuff, right? And you had this great year. And your contract is coming up. And your boss says to your agent, or except in this case, it's to the world, everybody knows, hey, what about Mike Harmon? Yeah, you know, like, but I don't know. Are we going to get the Mike Harmon of two years ago or are we going to get the Mike Harmon of last year? How pissed off are you? You're ex- you know what I gotta go someplace else you're pissed you just want to be wrong you're pissed if you that. might you might have to you, call for
4: the hot route There's you don't
2: know question you about don't that. have confidence in me it's one thing if you say that behind closed doors because you're wondering well, those okay, are
4: conversations that they but, should but be this having is now, right right but
2: <laughs> this is embarrassing. you have it out
4: loud and you're basically having it that's an insult to case Keener. I just love the back. I just love the last couple you know Bradford blah 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 is it because he didn't have a good team around him did he play with a good defense all those things enter into it all those factor into it this is the, the money quote, though. At the end of the day, it's a guess and a hunch. You've, you've it reduced is. it to a guess it, and a look, hunch it is. in it's, terms it. of his coaching career. And he's also saying, look, this, if you pick the wrong one, this whole thing can go downhill and people are calling for his head. Right. Because so now they're prohibited
2: favorites. Right. So here's the right thing to do. If you're worried about what your future is going to be, right, who you're going to pick, if Kirk Cousins won't show up, Right and, and unless you you have you have inside information that Kirk Cousins is coming to you, the right thing to do is to franchise Case Keenum. Give him a one-year d- case, we're going to give you a lot of money, but you got to prove it. And then if you prove it again that you've hit it with us, then we'll sign you. We're not going to do a Kirk Cousins-Redskins thing where, okay, we're going to franchise you again and franchise you again and franchise you again. We're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. But... We will give you all this money for next year and next year. You do it two years in a row. We'll take care of you because you're our quarterback. That's the right thing. No one will blame Mike Zimmer if that happens. It's a free year for Mike Zimmer because if they bring Case Keenum back, it's what they were supposed to do. It's what the fans want them to do. It's what the team will want them to do. We want the guy that got us to the NFC Championship game. And if he stinks, okay. Now we know Keenum. It was one year and now we go on. You draft somebody else you like, whether it's Lamar Jackson, somebody else, and you have somebody in the pipeline, or you go free agent next year and get somebody else. It's a free year for you at quarterback. That's why it's an easy decision to say we bring back the guy that got us to the NFC title game. It's I'll be easy. honest.
4: I kind of enjoyed the the fact that he did his whole thought process in front of a microphone. <laughs> Had laid out the Good entire for us. Sure. No, but that's just it. Sure. And basically you have Mike Zimmer saying, I don't care here. Here's, here's our thought process. You uh, work with me here. Take you guys uh, come along for the ride with me. Let's, let's break down each of these quarterbacks.
5: Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City.